did you just hear that? Oh my gosh. The sound of a film shutter, like the crank and then the way it actually sounds like when you release a shutter, it's just so amazing. But welcome back to another episode of the Howling Wolf podcast. I am your host, Nick Piper. Thank you so much for listening. And you know, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to take you on a little uh, little story today. So film photography, man. Oh my gosh, right guys? I mean, it's taken over the world right now. Like it's just so crazy, right? Cuz like like they always say like once like something was so cool back in the day, like in the 80s this, the 80s that, right? Like you know, like and everything that's old like comes new again. Like it's just kind of crazy how like it all works out, but you know, you never really see it in tech though, I feel like. Like I mean, like if you look at like iPhone, right, and Apple, like it's always just growing and growing and growing. It's becoming more advanced and more advanced. You know, cars are more advanced. Stuff like that. Well, maybe not so much cars because, like, you know, 69 Camaro is, like, an unbelievable car. It's so nice. But it's just crazy to see that, like, in a world, you know, like photography, that, like, it's just crazy to see that film is becoming, like, a new thing again. Like, when I first started taking pictures over, you know, six years ago now, um, you know, six years ago, like, with my business, you know, over 10 years of taking photos, like, you know, the whole thing was it's like digital this, digital that. Everybody wanted to shoot digital. You know, why wouldn't you? Because, you know, I'm recording this on an SD card now and it's like, it's unlimited film, you know? Like, I went to the store today and, you know, bought some film. Um, it's actually right here in front of me. I'll paint a picture for you. So I have a, you know, a box of Color Plus Kodak, 36 rolls. I have a box of Kodak Gold, 36 rolls. Or th 36, when I mean 36 like rolls, by the way, it's 36 exposures, which meaning like that means 36 pictures. There's only one roll of film though, but it's only 36 pictures. Um, and then I bought Fiji film 200. Um, I bought a three pack of that because I just figured for this time of year, I love like the muted like tone. Um, and I'll give it a, I'll give it a shout out. I absolutely can't stand this show right now, but my fiance loves it. Um, so shout out to my fiance, Gabby, but she won't listen to this anyway, but, um, the summer I turned pretty, everybody is going absolutely nuts over this show on Amazon prime. Um, to be completely honest with you, I've never watched an episode. I've watched snippets cause like I said, my fiance is obsessed with it. Um, however, my one takeaway from the show is that the stylization and the edit that they chose is just like unbelievable. And they chose like very like earthy, like earthy tones is very, by me, by earthy tones is like very muted colors. Right. So like when you watch the show, even if you don't want to watch the show, just look up like a clip of it just to see what I'm talking about, like colors wise. It's very muted greens, you know, muted browns. Um, all the skies are like very pastel colors, meaning like it's like light pinks, like blues, um, which is like really awesome. And like the show looks so pretty because like their highlights on like their skin are so even all the time because of these muted and pastel colors. It's, it's just really cool. And Fiji film has always been known to like really meet the greens like that, um, which is always exciting. So um, I digress. Sorry for my little rant there on the summer. I turned pretty, but you know, that show is ridiculous. But if I say I'm team, what's his name? Jer or something, my fiance would kill me. So I guess I'd have to say I'm team Conrad and I cannot believe that I'm putting out, putting this out there right now for the world to hear this, but you know what? Hey, happy wife, happy life. Um, so I digest, I die, <laughs> whatever the word is. Um, so what's pretty interesting about my film photography journey, to be completely honest with you, is I actually recently just started getting into film. And it's it's one of those things where 
I think about the story of me getting into film and, you know, it's, it's a little sad, but it's also really happy. You know, I'm, I'm a positive guy. I have a great outlook on life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist. Like I'm glass half empty kind of guy. And, um, so I look at it, try to look at it positive. Um, the sad part is, so the story goes is, um, unfortunately over, you know, about a year and a half ago now, um, I lost my grandfather and, um, you know, it was kind of hard. It was really hard for my dad. It was hard for me too, but it was, it was hard to see my, you know, my dad go through that. Um, you know, losing a parent is luckily something I have not have to gone through yet. Um, but I, I know it's not easy. I mean, we all know it's not easy, right? Like you're losing the person that is basically your hero. Um, sucks. But so the story goes is I was actually going through when I still lived at home at the time, I was going through my dad's closet and um, I found an old film camera, an old Canon AE-1. Um, and this is a couple of weeks, um, probably about two weeks after my grandfather passed away. And I found it and I went to my dad. I was like, yo, dad, I was like, what the hell, bro? I was like, <laughs> like, you have this old film camera in here and like, you never told me about it. Like your son's a photographer. Like I own a photography company, like went to school for photography, dad. Like, why the hell wouldn't you give this to me? And he said to me, he's like, oh, that was your grandfather's. And it kind of hit home because I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm an asshole. Like here I am giving him shit for it. And, you know, it's something that he has from his dad who literally recently just passed away. Right. At this time. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry, dad. And he was like, no, he's like, um, he's like, yeah, he loved that thing. He took it everywhere. He took photos everywhere and all this stuff. So I didn't, I didn't harp on it. kind of just like, was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I understand. Like, that's pretty cool and stuff like that. Right. So about like a week or two go by and I asked him again, I'm like, yo dad, let me get that film camera. Like, you know, like I promise I'll take good care of it and all that. Um, so eventually after like two weeks of thinking, he was like, you can have it. Go ahead. You know, he's like, just take care of it. All I ask is you take care of it. You don't break it. And it's in pristine condition. Like everything works on it. The Canon AE-1, um, everything is pristine about it. Right. So when I got it, you know, like any, like, photographer, pretty much any human being, right? Like you're like, holy shit, I got something new. I can't wait to use it. I can't wait to do this. I'm going to do this. And you know, your mind goes racing, right? So the first thing I realized was like, all right, well, there's no film in it. I have no film. I have to go buy film. I've never shot film. I have no idea how to load film. Like you see what I'm saying? So it's like the list goes on and on and on. So if we flash forward now to probably about a month after that, I still didn't shoot with it. I did buy film, you know, like every other film photographer. I went out and was like, oh, I want Portrait 400 um, from Kodak, right? Like that's like, everybody says it's the best one. So I want it because that's what everybody says is the coolest one. Um, and actually, you know, I did, I lied there. My my grandfather had a role of Kodak. I, it actually was Portrait 400, um, I found out. But it was like old school Portrait 400, like back in the day, like when film photography was big. So it was like TX 400. It didn't say Portrait on it, which was like pretty cool. But then like when I got it processed, the guys were like, yeah, this was Portrait 400. And I was like, didn't even know. Um, so that was pretty cool, right? So, you know, as I got that, I did get to film, um, shoot like an old film stock of like my grandfather. So like that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so, you know, like the story of me getting into, into film photography, like, yeah, like, yeah, sure. Like, is it sad? Yeah. Cause like my grandfather passed away and like, you know, this was his camera. So like, it's sad. But then I look at it as like, like, I think that's fucking awesome because like, to me, it's like, this was something that I didn't even know about my grandfather when he was alive. Right. That he like, liked to take photos and like things like that. And I thought that was so cool because like, I love my family to death. Um, 
besides my dad and I guess a little bit of my brother, they can draw a little bit. They're not artistic at all. Like they're just not. Um, that's not a shot at them. Like, you know, like my brother played baseball his whole life, was very good at baseball. And now he's, he's an officer and, you know, my dad worked in construction his whole life and all that stuff. And like, he's great. And my mom, you know, has, she used to, right now I think she, she works as, um, she works in the oncology office. Um, so, you know, they all have great jobs, but none of them are artistic. You know, my, like I said, my, my brother and my brother can draw a little bit. My dad can draw, but he don't really do it. Um, he'd tell you that he doesn't have time, which dad, if you're listening, you got to start drawing again, man, like start flexing those artistic muscles. Um, but you know, what's pretty cool about it is I never knew this about my grandfather, you know, and in some way, like his memory kind of lives on through this like Canon film camera that I have here. Um, and I'm a, you know, I'm a nostalgic guy. So like when I said earlier, like, Oh, every photographer likes portrait 400. Right. And it's like, I love portrait 400 solely based on the fact that that was the film role that my grandfather like had in the camera. Right. Like when I got it, like that was the, the film role that was in there. And you know, that was just like unbelievable in my opinion. Um, so I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Um, hold on. Let me get a sip of this, this drink real quick. I'm getting a little parched. sorry about that. It's Oktoberfest guys. So, you know, don't be, don't be shitting on me. Don't be hating on me. You know, when you have a Sam Adams cracked Oktoberfest in front of you, it's hard not to, you know, take a sip. Okay. So I do apologize. But so, you know, film photography is pretty cool. And like, you know, the story is pretty cool, right? That I, that's how I got into it. Um, and it's kind of cool now. Cause it was like, it was kind of ahead of its time, right? Where it's like a year ago, like film photography wasn't really that cool. Like, you know, it's like purists shot it, but that was kind of it. And now it's like mainstream, right? Which is like good and bad, right? It's good and bad, like everything. The good part about it is um, thank you to Kodak and Fujifilm and you know, there's a bunch of other ones um, that are producing more films now um, because it's coming back, right? Because film stocks are expensive. Um, you know, a lot of like film companies like didn't want to really produce film anymore. Um, you know, there is a couple by Kodak that are discontinued, a couple by Fujifilm is discontinued. And, you know, there's a lot of big brands out there too. These are just the brands that I literally have right in front of me that, you know, I try to shoot the most often with. Um, but so that's a good thing, right? So sweet. Awesome. That's great. Um, the second thing is, is now like, which is pretty cool as like a photographer is there's a lot of like dark rooms, um, opening back up, which is awesome. I've never like developed my own film before and I've always wanted to do that. So like the fact that like, Hey, like I might have the opportunity to go do it. Um, I haven't done it yet. I did ask about it today though, when I purchased this film, if the photography score I was store, I was at, if they did it, of course they don't. Um, cause now you can just do it without a dark room, but you know, I would love to experience like, you know, most photographers, I would assume like, I'd love to experience like mixing the chemicals and, you know, being under like the red light and like doing all that. Cause like, you know, if I've like burned negatives and stuff like that in like photography class, but I've never actually like developed film in a, in a dark room. So I thought that'd be pretty cool. So that's a good thing. Right. Um, Another good thing is that it's the perfect time basically to start doing film photography because um, a lot of people are into it, right? It's mainstream. So, you know, it's a lot more like, hey, this is something new. Like it's new again. Let's like try it out, which is which is great. And there's a lot more benefits to it um, and things like that, um, which I'll go over a little later. But unfortunately, there are negatives that come up, pun intended, negatives. Um, for those of you who don't, didn't get that joke. Um, 
in photography. So if you shoot film, it's called a negative. So ha negative. Um, so the negative, I'm so stupid. Um, the negative, um, side of film photography right now is actually kind of the same thing where it's, it's so mainstream, right. That it's like, it's almost like, are you getting into it because like you want to try it out and you want to challenge yourself or are you just trying to stay with like the times, right? Which in my opinion, like if you're going to do something like do it for you, like don't do it because like you want all oh, it's what everybody's doing. Like I want to fit in. Like, no, like do it, do it because like you want to do it. You know, like, like this podcast, right? Like, they're like nobody told me to do a podcast, right? And I don't even know if anybody's actually going to listen to this, but like I wanted to do it because I wanted to try and like I've said it in the episodes before this. I wanted to try to flex my creative muscle and like see if I can do it. I wanted to, you know, see if like, hey, like maybe like people do want to listen to this or, you know, it would be fun to talk about, you know, photography and like, you know, a little selfish plug. Like I love to talk about photography and cameras. And unfortunately, there's really no one in my life right now that loves to talk about it like I do. Like, you know, like I, in like my immediate life, like I have friends and like people that I've met in the field and stuff like that. And it's great. But like, you know, like, unfortunately, like, I don't, like, my fiance doesn't care about photography. Like, you know, she just knows I do it. And then she thinks my work is cool. But like, you know, if I'm like, oh my gosh, did you see the new camera that, you know, Canon came out with? Or did you see that Sony came out today as the date we're filming this? A 16 to 35 G Master lens, like 2.8, like, that's amazing. Like, she has no idea what I'm saying. Like, those are just words. Um, but so negative side of it is that you're, you could just be doing it because it's a cool thing to do. The other negative side about it is, Film cameras right now are just like ridiculously expensive. Um, now, with that being said, like you can go on eBay and like try to find a film camera and stuff like that. And like, I would highly suggest like you like trying to check um, eBay. Uh, my buddy Andrew, which shout out to Andrew, um, he's pretty much the only guy in my life right now that is actually shooting film photography as well. Um, he doesn't do it really professionally. He kind of just does it as like a hobby, but it's so dope to like talk to him about it and stuff like that. Um, he bought a film camera on eBay, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you know, luckily thank God, like he didn't get scammed. Unfortunately, like you gotta be careful with like the eBay film cameras. Cause like a lot of them, like sometimes just like don't work or like they'll say they work and like, you know, the shutter's broken or it's missing this and it's missing that. And then like, you know, unfortunately like eBay, like most times you can't even return the shit. So it's like, it's stupid. So like, Unless like, yeah, like, all right, like you're right. So you can go to a photography school or like photography store. Um, but the prices right now are just like so ridiculously expensive. And, you know, part of the reason is that it's nostalgic, right? Like they don't make these cameras anymore. Like, you know, this is like, this is what's out there is what's out there. But the other side of it is that it's so mainstream now that it's like, anybody who wants it's got to pay a premium, right? Like I said, one of the positive was like, oh, like film company, like Kodak and Fiji like are producing more film and it's, it's fantastic. And it's like, you know, you think it'd be like printing money, like, oh, the more money they print, the less it is. But it's like, nah, it's not how this shit works. Like that's because it's the more they're printing, the more they're charging for this. Like Porsche 400, man. Like I think I checked a couple of days ago and like a roll was like $20 at like one of my photography stores. And I was like, yeah, no shot. I'm paying this. Like, you know, and like, I bet you there'll be people that listen to this. will be like, yo, $20 is cheap. Like, you know, it's like, cause it's all like perspective and based on like where you're living. But like, that's a huge negative. Like it's just so expensive to like, you know, get into it. And like the biggest setback for like film photography is like, all right, if I'm paying $20 for a roll, right? So a roll, like I said, for 35 millimeter film has 36 shots. Like that's it. I have 36 shots, right? So the problem in um the problem is is that 
I have 36 shots and I just paid $20 for that. If I mess up, you know, because trust me, you will, because film photography is hard. And like, remember, there's no like digitalization to it. So like, you can't see the photo, right? Like there's no way you can see this photo. You're just trusting that you did everything right. And so it's like, I have 36 chances to nail these photos. And it's like, when you first start shooting, bro, if, if you get like two good ones, like shit, hats off to you. My first roll of film I shot, um, I think, so like I did, so I did shoot my grandpa's roll, but before I shot that, I had like old black and white film and I shot that. And like, if I, if out of, I think I shot 15 shots, right? Cause like, first of all, I didn't even know I had 36 exposures in it. Like that's how freaking green I was to these damn film photography. Like I had no idea there was 36 shots in it. I thought it was just 15. I shot 15 shots and I would tell you right now, I thought they were awesome when I took the photo. I'm like, yo, these are gonna be so good. I am so great at photography. Let me tell you guys, I got them back. I think I had one good one out of 15 shots. And let me tell, I, like my eyes, I, I felt like I was like a lost little boy. I was like, bro, do I suck at photography? Like, do I have any idea like what I'm doing? And like, obviously, like when it comes to digital, I know what I'm doing, but bro, film is like a whole nother level, right? So like, that's the hugest, like the huge negative side of it is that like, it's so expensive for you to like mess up, excuse me, like for you to like completely mess up, right? Like it's so expensive to get into, but like, it's also so rewarding and it's so like, that's what makes it so amazing and like so awesome. It's that like it's that rush where it's like, bro, like I have 36 shots. Right. And it's like, like, Oh, it's so stupid. But it's like, and you can't really compare it, but it's like Eminem, right. With freaking lose yourself. It's like, I have one shot, like, you know, one opportunity. Like, it's like, that's how I feel when I shoot film. I'm like, yo, I got 36 photos in this camera. I need to, in my mind, I I'm trying, first off, trying to nail every 30, every freaking photo there is. I want 36 bangers, bro. Unfortunately, you know, that's not how it is. Like that's not going to happen. Right. So I take like, all right, if I can get half of these to be absolute bangers, I'm happy about that. Right. And I'll be the first to tell you it hasn't happened yet where I've nailed 15 awesome shots. Now I am a very hard critic and I'm very hard on myself when it comes to my photography because I'm very proud of the work I produce. Um, so, you know, People might look at it and be like, yo, these film shots are sick, but it's like, no. So I even challenged myself even more, right? So I was like, yo, I got to put this, like, I got to put this phone camera to the side for a minute. And my fiance and I took a trip up to Niagara Falls and I got us like old Fiji film, like digital or not digital, disposable, like waterproof cameras, bro. And we were like taking the boat, like down by the falls and with that. Like, I was like, babe, let's have a challenge. Like, let's see who can do better. Let me tell you, this girl does not take photos. She killed it. Okay. She had like, I think it was like 22 shots. I think she had like 13 or 14 like absolute bangers of photos. I ended up having like 20. So like selfish plug, you know, shameless plug, like, ha beat you. But like, I also do this for a living. And I only had, you know, like five or six better than her, whatever math is. But like, this is what I'm saying. So like film photography and like, when I said before, like, oh, we'll talk about like the, the biggest benefit in my opinion. And like, this is it. Like the biggest benefit in my opinion is like, it is so hard, right? It's so ungodly hard, but that's what makes it so amazing, right? Like it's so rewarding. And anybody who like shoots film photography feels this way where it's like, 
it, like I've said it in a podcast before. It's like you're trying to fill like fill the void and stuff like that, and like this empty pit in your stomach. Like when you create, but like film does like the opposite. Like it's like just like it's nothing but a rush. Like it's just adrenaline rush after adrenaline rush, and it's like you feel like you're like a gorilla photographer out there. Like you're running gun. Like it's crazy. But then the reality of it is, is like you're not. Like film photography is so like slow, peaceful. And it's so like relaxing. And what's like really cool about it is I've noticed myself is there's shots that I'll take with film photography that I would never take with a digital camera. And I thought about that for a second. I'm like, why is that? And it's because when you shoot film, you slow down and you see the world in a different light. When I shoot digital, I'm going to do a job. I know what I want. I know what I'm going to get. I know how I'm going to edit those photos. It's all in my head already. I know what I'm doing. Every time I go on a paid shoot, I know what I'm doing. I know what photos I want, what poses I want the whole night. But with film, I have to sit there and be like, is this photo worth one of my 36 shots? And that's another hard thing. And it's funny. I actually watched a video not too long ago. Peter McKinnon made a film video and he called his buddy. And he said, and I've noticed I've had this problem too, um, which is nice to know that you're not alone, where he says like, dude, like I'm having such a hard time getting through a roll of film. Like I, I'm having such a hard time getting through 36 shots. I have a roll of film in my camera right here, right now, which, you know, Unfortunately, I wasted three shots of it <laughs> to do the intro of this video with the film click. But I've had this roll of film in here since my birthday, which was May 28th. The day I'm recording this, it's August 30th. I have 16, nope. I've taken 13 exposures and a roll of 36. Now, this is not because I haven't gone out and shoot. I shot all summer, but when it comes to film, I have this problem with like trying to finish a role and his buddy. And like, I really, I apologize to Peter McKinnon's friend. I don't remember his name. I'm going to try to pull it up. This is a one man operation. So bear with me because this guy 100% deserves um, a shout out because it, it, what he said was so true. Um, his name, hold on. So let me find his name. But basically, so what he says is, is that when it comes to film photography, you almost feel like, so his name real quick is Joe Geary or Greer, G-R-E-E-R. Um, and he says like, you, you like most people kind of just savor it, right? Like you savor it because it's like, you feel like you have to get the perfect shot every time. But he even goes on and says, like, like the beauty of it is that, like, most of the time, like, your shots that, like, you took that are going to suck end up being the best photos because they make the best memories, right? It's like, oh, my God, like, I'll look at a photo that I shot and it's terrible on film and be like, but I remember that day, right? And, like, I think that's, like, the in my opinion, that's the beauty of film photography is it brings back that tangible item, right? Because 
you have to get them developed. And when you get them developed, like they'll literally say to you like, Oh, like, do you want a flash drive? Do you want a CD? Do you want, you know, um, uh, not a Google doc, whatever it's called a Google folder, a Google drive folder. Do you want, you know, the negatives? Do you want to keep the negatives? If you shoot film photography, do yourself a favor. Always ask to keep the negatives and to get the photos printed. So negatives will be the actual role, which in my opinion, that means more to me than the actual printed photo. The printed photo is great because you can scan it in, you can edit it and all that. But the actual negatives that you see, it just like brings you back in time. Like before, like everything was like, go, 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 go. It just like brings you back to that time where it's like, wow. Like in my, like for me, and like it might be something completely different to everybody. And that's the beauty of like photography and art is like when I hold negatives, developed negatives, it brings me back to like my childhood and like happy memories. Like it brings me back to like, you know, photo booths, like shots and like Disney with my dad, like, you know, things like Christmas morning, like on like, like old family, like home videos, like my parents' wedding video. Like that's where it brings me back. Like when I hold these negatives, because it's so amazing to like, Basically, you're almost tra- like you're going back in time. Like you're trying, like you're time traveling back in time. Because like now, like everything is like at our fingertips. Like I could take a photo on my iPhone, edit it, and put it right to Instagram, and it, and it's like boom, done, whatever. And I'll never see a photo again. Like I don't care, it's done, right? I mean, hopefully it gets likes. You know, hopefully it gets comments and all this stuff, right? Like it's just so ridiculous. Like when you think about it, but like to hold the negative, to hold your actual picture, like. It's unbelievable. And that's why like there's such a wave of movement, in my opinion, for photographers going back to film photography and like not just going back to film photography, but like going further and printing their photos, right? Like, I mean, and in my opinion, it's almost in every industry, right? Like if you think about like the music industry, like back when like, so I'm 25. So like back when like my parents were kids, like, you know, they had like vinyl records, right? Cassette tapes, you know? All that, even CDs, like Jesus, even the kids today barely know what a CD is. Like, that's insane. And when you think about it, like vinyl records, like we're a thing of the past. Well, they're huge right now. I'd argue that they're bigger now than they were back then. Because back then they didn't have a choice. Now there's a choice. I took my dad to a vinyl record store, you know, not too long ago. And he was like, beside himself that these albums were so expensive and i was like yeah like i have like i'm trying to think what album i just, like i bought recently oh the the morgan wallen album so great unbelievable the new like the new album it was like 50 bucks and it's like i have no problem paying that because i think it's amazing my dad was like bro we used to get albums for like five dollars He's like $50. And like, that's a new album. But like, try getting like Eagle's greatest hits right now. Like, it's like thousands of dollars for like an original copy. I think it's even more than that. Don't come at my head because I'm pretty sure I'm doing that, a, you know, a dis, you know, a disjustice or injustice because like, that's one of the greatest albums of all time. And I know I'm underselling the shit out of that, but like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, it's just ridiculous, right? So like everything, and I said this in the beginning, like everything that was once like new, like back in the day, it's old now, right? It becomes new again. Like that's literally how the, like the trends work, right? So it's like film photography is in right now. And like, I have my own reasons why it's in, but like, let me tell you, like get on this wave guys, like ride this freaking wave till as long as you, like you can, right? Cause like, to be honest with you, like, I don't think I'll ever go back. I have had more fun shooting film photography than like 
I think I ever had like digital. Now I love digital. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm completely switching. I'm going film, you know, all this. No, like I love digital, but like I've been shooting for, you know, six years professionally. Like I've owned my business for six years. And before that it's, you know, it's even longer. I've been shooting for over 10 years, but it's like, I don't think I've been this passionate and this excited about photography since I learned how to shoot professionally, like learned how to like actually like manipulate light and manipulate colors and the different lenses. And like, like that was over six years ago. Like I haven't been this excited about like a photography product in so long. And it's so stupid because it's been here the whole time, but all it's, Unfortunately, all it took was my grandfather passing away for me to be like, yo, I want to get into this shit. And then for me to realize like, yo, this shit is fucking dope. <laughs> like, this is awesome. And like for that, like I will forever be grateful to my dad, to my grandfather, like for like paving this way and like, you know, letting me have this camera. And like now I have two film cameras. I have two 35s. I'm looking for, you know, I really want like a Pentax um really bad, like a medium format camera, like 120 would really, really love it. But like, you know, they're like 400, $500. But like, that's just it though. Like, it's just so cool, man. Like film photography is so awesome. And, you know, I got to find, as I'm talking to you guys, this is just reminding me, I got to find this other guy who I follow on Instagram. I follow on TikTok. His film stuff is just like unbelievable. And like what this guy is doing with film photography, it's just like, Oh, it's just so authentic. It's so cool. He's taking like film photography and he's basically digitalizing it and he's making content from it, which is like so cool. Like when you think about it and like, it sounds so easy, but like, I mean like this guy is like literally making like photography reels with him shooting film. Like how awesome dude. Like, and like, we're talking about like, dude, he's like, looks down in the viewfinder and he shows you like, it's so cool. It's so peaceful. It's so unique. It's like so raw. Cause it's like, it's one of those things. Like, it's just like, it was such like a, not a stupid, that's the wrong word. It was such like an easy idea. Like it was there for every one of us. Like it was there the whole time. Right. But it's like, it's just crazy that like he did this and like a little funny tangent here. The big brother's always listening. I'm on Instagram trying to find the guy and the dark room lab comes up on Instagram, which shout out to them. Follow them. They're amazing. And I told you the two film stocks I bought today were Kodak color plus and Kodak gold. First thing that pops up on my timeline is Kodak gold versus Kodak color plus. So we're going to save that and absolutely watch it for later. Um, because like, why not? That's like amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't find the guy right now, but I'll I'll tag it in the show notes. I'll give this guy credit because he absolutely deserves like all the credit in the world. His stuff is just like unbelievable. Actually, I think I might have just found him. Isn't that funny how that works? No, I didn't find him. All right, I'll definitely definitely tag him in the uh, the show notes. But yeah, I mean, film photography is awesome, and like I really think like everybody should get into it. I mean, like. If you're a photographer and like, you're like, oh man, like I feel like I'm in a creative lust and like, I feel like I'm a little dull and like, you know, I'm shooting the same stuff. Like pick up a film photography camera, pick it up, learn how to shoot. It's so fresh. It's so new. It's so hard, but it's so rewarding. Like it's, it's just unbelievable. So yeah, I mean, 
that's pretty much all I have for you guys today. I think film photography is absolutely awesome. You know, you know, let me know, like reach out to me, you know, guys, you know, reach out to me on Instagram and, you know, let me know if you guys are going to start shooting film photography. And like, if you're, if you are like, let me know like, if you have any questions, you know, like I said, I'm not the best at it, but I'll absolutely like answer any questions I know and I'll help, you know, we can all figure it out. Let's try to build a community, try to build a wolf pack. Um, and when you do shoot it, like, let me know some cool film stocks that you guys like. One pro tip I'll give you is when you do get it developed, if you shoot black and white, cause I at first really wanted to shoot only black and white film. It is a lot more expensive to get black and white film developed over color. Um, I have no idea why I'd assume because the details are more finer in black and white. I don't quote me on that. So if you are going to get into it, just keep that in mind that it is more expensive, um, to shoot black and white film, but yeah, I mean, it's amazing, right? Like it's it's so cool. Like I think you absolutely should get into, you know, film photography. Um, so let me know if you do. So just remember to follow the show at Wolfpack underscore studios um 24. <laughs> Duh. So let me do that again because it's stupid that I messed that up. Um it's Wolfpack. What's well, underscore studio the number twenty-four. I post my work there. I post, you know, all my photos. We'll talk about um, the show there, updates on the show and things like that. So so this is a cool little tidbit for you. Um, if you're listening to this, that means the show came out. So that's amazing. Um, today is August 30th. The show is officially getting released um, this Friday, September 1st. So I'm super, super excited. Um which is amazing. So I'm going to leave you guys with this one little quote here. Um, this is actually why I messed up my Instagram. I was trying to look up a cool little photography quote. Um, so this, if you guys ever wonder where I get these quotes, you know, I just look them up before the show. But this one's pretty great. It says, uh, which is on brand, it says, Kodak sells film, but they don't advertise film. They advertise memories. Like, oh my God. Like, think about that. Like, Think about that. Kodak is like arguably the number one like film brand in the world. They don't advertise their film, dude. They don't advertise it. Because why? Advertise memories. Advertise the negatives, right? Like the feeling you get. Like I told you this whole podcast like that. Like when I hold negatives, I think about my childhood. When I look at terrible photos that I've taken on film, I think about the memory. Like isn't that so crazy that like Kodak understood the – like like their audience. Like that's amazing. But thanks for hanging out with me guys. Thanks for listening to my photography rant on film photography today. If you want to hear more about film photography and like my update and my journey, like I absolutely would love to talk more about it. Um, so like I said, if you, if you want to have questions or you, anything like that, reach out and you know, always remember guys, wolves howl louder in the pack. Welcome to the wolf pack. Bye guys.